Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Jeremiah chapter 13. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and buy yourself a linen undergarment and put it on, but do not put it in water. So I brought the underwear as the Lord instructed me and put it on. Then the word of the Lord came to me a second time. Take the underwear that you bought and are wearing and go at once to the Euphrates and hide it in a rocky crevice. So I went and hid it by the Euphrates as the Lord commanded me. A long time later, the Lord said to me, Go at once to the Euphrates and get the underwear that I commanded you to hide there. So I went to the Euphrates and dug up the underwear and got it from the place where I had hidden it, but it was ruined, of no use at all. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord says. Just like this, I will ruin the great pride of both Judah and Jerusalem. These evil people who refuse to listen to me, who follow the stubbornness of their own hearts, and who have followed the other gods to serve and bow in worship, they will be like this underwear, of no use at all. Just as underwear clings to one's waist, so I fastened the whole house of Israel and Judah to me. This is the Lord's declaration. So they might be my people for the fame, praise, and glory, but they would not obey. Say this to them. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every jar should be filled with wine. Then they will respond to you. Don't we know that every jar should be filled with wine? And you will say to them, This is what the Lord says. I am about to fill all who live in this land, the kings who reigned for David on his throne, the priests, the prophets, and the residents of Jerusalem with drunkenness. I will smash them against each other, father and sons alike. This is the Lord's declaration. I will allow no mercy, pity, or compassion to keep me from destroying them. Listen and pay attention. Do not be proud, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he brings darkness, before your feet stumble on the mountains at dusk. You will wait for light, but it brings the darkest gloom and makes total darkness. But if you will not listen, my innermost being will weep in secret because of your pride. My eyes will overflow with tears, for the Lord's flock has been taken captive. Say this to the king and queen mother, Take a humble seat, for your glorious crowns have fallen from your heads. The cities of the Negev are under siege, and no one can help them. All of Judah has been taken into exile, taken completely into exile. Look up and see, those coming from the north. Where is the flock entrusted to you, the sheep that were your pride? What will you say when he appoints close friends as leaders over you, ones you yourself trained? Won't labor pains seize you, as they do a woman in labor? And when you ask yourself, why do these things happen to me? Is it because of your great guilt that your skirts have been stripped off, your body exposed? Can the Cushite change his skin or a leopard his spots? If so, you might be able to do what is good, you who are instructed in evil. I will scatter you like drifting chaff before the desert wind. This is your lot, what I have decreed for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Because you have forgotten me and trusted in lies, I will pour your skirts up over your face so that your shame might be seen. Your adulteries and your lustful neighing, your depraved prostitution on the hills and the fields, I have seen your abhorrent acts. Woe to you, Jerusalem! You are unclean. For how long yet? Jeremiah chapter 14. This is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah concerning the drought. Judah mourns, her city gates languish, her people are on the ground in mourning. 
Jerusalem's cries rise up. Their nobles send their servants for water. They go to cisterns, they find no water. Their containers run empty. They are ashamed and humiliated. They cover their heads. The ground is cracked since no rain has fallen on the land. The farmers are ashamed, they cover their heads. Even the doe in the field gives birth and abandons her fawn since there is no grass. Wild donkeys stare on the barren heights, panting for air like jackals. Their eyes fail because there are no green plants. Though our iniquities testify against us, Lord, act for your name's sake. Indeed, our rebellions are many. We have sinned against you. Hope of Israel, its Savior in time of distress, why are you like a resident alien in the land, like a traveler stopping only for the night? Why are you like a helpless man, like a warrior unable to save? Yet you are among us, Lord, and we bear your name. Don't leave us. This is what the Lord says concerning these people. Truly they love to wander. They never rest their feet. So the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. Then the Lord said to me, Do not pray for the well-being of these people. If they fast, I will not hear their cry for despair. If they offer burnt offering and grain offering, I will not accept them. Rather, I will finish them off with a sword, famine, and plague. And I replied, Oh no, Lord God, the prophets are telling them, You won't see sword or suffer famine. I will certainly give you lasting peace in this place. But the Lord said to me, These prophets are prophesying a lie in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them to speak to them. They are prophesying to you a false vision, worthless divination, the deceit of their own minds. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, though I did not send them, and who say, There will never be a sword or famine in this land. By sword and famine these prophets will meet their end. The people they are prophesying to will be thrown into the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and the sword. There will be no one to bury them. They, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, I will pour out their evil on them. You are to speak this word to them. Let my eyes overflow with tears, day and night, may they not stop. For my dearest people have been destroyed by a crushing blow, an extremely severe wound. If I go out into the field, look, those slain by the swords. If I enter the city, look, those ill from famine. For both prophet and priest travel to a land they do not know. Have you completely rejected Judah? Do you detest Zion? Why do you strike us with no hope of healing us? We hoped for peace, but there was nothing good. For a time of healing, but there was only terror. We acknowledge our wickedness, Lord, the iniquity of our ancestors. Indeed, we have sinned against you. For your name's sake, don't despise us. Don't disdain your glorious throne. Remember your covenant with us. Do not break it. Can any of the worthless idols of the nation bring rain? Or can the skies alone give showers? Are you not the Lord our God? We therefore put our hope in you, for you have done all of these things. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 through 39. And let us consider one another in order to provoke love and good works not neglecting to gather together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other, and all the more as you see the day approaching. For if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, 
but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire about to consume the adverse adversaries. For if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire about to consume the adversaries, who has regarded as profane the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace. For we know the one who has said, Vengeance belongs to me, I will repay. And again, The Lord will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Remember the earlier days when, after you had been enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to taunts and afflictions, and at other times you were companions of those who were treated that way. For you sympathized with the prisoners and accepted with joy the confiscation of your possessions, because you know that you yourselves have a better and enduring possession. So don't throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you need endurance, so that after you have done God's will, you may receive what was promised. For yet in a very little while the coming one will come and not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith, and if he draws back, I have no pleasure in him. But we are not those who draw back and are destroyed, but those who have faith and are saved. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves TV and Film Post-Production Studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.